now listening to a Sound Tower Network podcast. Welcome to Temple Tantrums, where really, we're here for the laughs. We're going to keep you updated on the news, with my take on it, of course. And then we're going to be joined by friends as we get real and candid like never before. So come on and chill with your favorite rancer as we get into this episode. Welcome everybody, it's your girl Brianna, it's episode 7 of Temple Tantrums, um, I hope you guys are doing well, I hope you guys have had a nice week, um, I've been chilling, stuff like that, not really too much chilling, but before I get into my week, I want to welcome everybody I got in the house with me, I got Mr. Kurt, I'm back, yes, he, we here. Yeah, he tried to quit on me, but you know, nah, I got man. him back, nah, I got man. him back, you know, I, I was down bad a little bit, but we here in rare form, yes. God's team, Big Benji, I'm, I'm glad to have you, I'm yes, glad sir. to have you, I'm, I got, we got Brother Mitchell, Hello. Oh my gosh. See, you know what? <laughs> Good day. Not okay. And this Good is, day. listen, this is the past two weeks. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, no, we've been having a good time. We've what a lot of time. people don't know about this dude, he does phenomenal, like, accents. And he's a good personality. Yeah. Like, a yeah. whole, it's a vibe. It's yeah. a, it's a good fine. time. He cracks me up. No, I'm well, Flash. No- I have on the Flash shirt today. I'm not vibe. You know what? <laughs> First off. You know what? See, yeah. they have to watch the show to know that. Though. They have to. But yeah. they, I mean, if you know Flash, you probably do know Vibe. No, you know what? I would, we would love to make that assumption. <laughs> we would love. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what it is. We would love. And now who out of touch? You know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. And now we got my girl. And I don't want to forget my girl. So we got our girl Harley in the building. She's come with us again. Hey, girl. She's going to be joining us on the later half as well as we have our, you know, our girl chat moment. But thank you again for coming on the show. Always. Thank you, you know, for having me. I love having, you know, my friends up here and we be talking that shit. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, how was it? I hope everybody's week was good. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. my week was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. good. Y'all ready for a good show? Of course. Always. Always. Right. So, as most of y'all know, y'all know I like to start with the heavier topics. Kind of first. Um, so we have the situation regarding Alec Baldwin. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with Alec Baldwin, he is an American actor. Um, he starred in projects. Well, he was the voice of the baby and boss baby. He was in the departed. He was in a couple, he's in a couple mission impossible films, things of that nature. Um, unfortunately on the shot of his new film, the rust that he's actually a producer of and starring in, there was an accidental shooting of his cinematographer, and then the injuring of his director. Um, unfortunately... A so, fatal shooting, right? Fatal shooting. Mm. Fatal shooting, yeah. So he accidentally killed her Jeez. this past Thursday. Um, I want to give a little bit more detail before because, honestly, the story doesn't make any sense to me, if I'm going to be very honest with you guys. It's a lot of pieces that just don't seem to add up. Um, he was handed a gun, he was handed the prop gun from his assistant director, from the assistant director, um, and apparently the assistant director got that gun from a cart, but he didn't know that that gun was loaded. In cinema, from what I understand, prop guns have to go through more than two hands before they reach the actor. And when he was handed that gun, he was told it was a cold gun, meaning it wasn't supposed to have live rounds. 
Mm-hmm. Before that shooting on Thursday, there had been a couple crew members who had quit the production because of their concerns over safety issues. Wow. Said they actually had two other accidental discharges happen on set. So, I want to first say, you know, condolences to the Hutchins family um, for losing a mom, wife, mm-hmm. friend, you know what I'm saying, a, other family member, you know, because this is an unfortunate situation. I learned about the situation on Friday when Alec made a series of tweets. And so they had made it to the shade room. And that's how I learned of the situation. So I also want to say before I get into my opinion on it, um, let's send some love to Mr. Baldwin. Because I ain't going to lie, like, you know, he's one of the cool white ones. I ain't gonna, I ain't never know of him to be in a racist conversation or, like, sexist conversations or, like, allegations, things of that nature. So I like Alec. You know what I'm saying? Like, but in the fact that he's a part of this, I know he's sick. Because could you fucking yeah. imagine? Yeah. You know? yeah. And you yeah. didn't expect that. Yeah. 100%. You know, he's, he said that he's going to be, of course, he's, you know, remaining cooperative through the investigation. There's multiple agencies, inve- <clears throat> like, investigating this. And so I just wanted to send some love to him because I know he's going to, he's going to be fucked up behind that yeah. for a while. Um. But something just don't sound right about this. It's like, why were there so many accidents on the set? And why is, why do we have live rounds for movies? Like, what, these are, I know we want things to look realistic, but, you know, guns are real. Yeah. Guns can do real damage. So it's like, why are we even, how is this happening? I, I mean, just, if the shooting was fatal, that's manslaughter, right? Yeah. And then my question is, who would be at fault? Exactly. exactly. I'm um, looking at the armorer, the person who's supposed to be the weapon I, specialist. I feel like it should be a whole checklist on it, though. Like, yeah. every every actor that's handling a gun should be trained in guns, like, as far as training how to handle them and things like that. See, see but the thing with that, though... They're supposed to be props. Mm-hmm. You you feel me? So no, like no, 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 this shouldn't some, have happened. Uh, mo- this is common. It's common practice to use real guns, um, but the rounds should not be live. Be they live. should be yeah, blanks. They should like be they just right. make the pop, but nothing in them. Like w- we've heard about this with the guy who got killed from the crow. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Brandon Lee. Mm-hmm. Brandon uh, Lee. Uh, I believe that's uh, Bruce, Bruce Lee's, Lee's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and uh, there there were other like deaths there was, from there's like, another even blanks can be dangerous because I read a story of an actor who took a gun to his head and what he thought was a blank but because you know there's enough power mm-hmm. in that he put it to his head shot himself in the head and he killed himself yeah so you, it's still yeah the blank still releases like yeah. a, a pop like it, it releases the same intensity, it just doesn't actually release yeah, it. Yeah, around. It yeah. doesn't actually release a yeah, shell. Yeah, a shell yeah. or anything. So, I, like you say, condolences to everybody. And, like, uh, I hope that, you know, Mr. Baldwin can get over, uh, not get over it, but, like, come to some type of peace? sanity and peace. Yeah, after I don't all see that. This because uh, that would be hard that, for me. That would be hard. Yeah, yeah be- because you, you got to, like, really put this in 
a really clear picture because like when people when these actors work on these sets they start becoming family mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and and that you know that being the lead cinematographer i'm sure he worked closely with her hand to hand you you feel me and being so the like, more responsible for yeah, her death yeah. is kind of like that would fuck me up what i do probably you say was, to her family yeah yeah like what yeah. do you say to somebody's family and you know you know you're responsible it's tough yeah it's tough so when i saw it i was just like oh my god yeah. Like, first of all, I'm the queen of accidents. But if anything was to end fatally, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already get nervous when I, like, make casual mistakes within, like, peer groups. Mm. Like, can you imagine thinking you're just going to work? Mm. You're about to do this scene. You're handed the gun. You fire the round. Mm-hmm. And now someone's dead for real. Jesus. Yeah. That's some Quentin Tarantino weird ass turn of a day shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Not what I was trying to be about, you know. So, so condolences to the family once again. Sorry to Mr. Baldwin. <clears throat> it's a very, um, very unfortunate situation. Very unfortunate situation. But next topic: Why people are no longer working? You know, sometimes I want to have like other conversations so even though so early this year there were cries from business leaders and republican governors to cut off the 300 dollars supplement to unemployment right hoping that people would return back to work well we found out that that is not the case <laughs> um, studies and reports are showing that unemployment is still actually if not rising but people are not in a rush to get to these jobs um, there are a couple reasons why some have not chosen to work, whether it be maintaining flexibility in their own life, you know what I'm saying, struggling to maintain childcare, or you know, they don't want to give up their they don't want to give up their, you know, their time. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think the pandemic, I will say this, I feel like the pandemic taught us that these we don't have to be at these corporations and offices every day. Mm-hmm. Facts. A lot of these jobs are definitely remote worthy as jobs Facts. and mm-hmm. they should not be forcing people to come in there and waste their not even 8 hours. It's a 9 hour day. And mm-hmm. then 11 if you're traveling. Yeah, the mm-hmm. commute. Mm-hmm. Like especially if anyone like me traveling from the south side to downtown, it's an easy 45 minutes to an mm-hmm. hour on the bus for $66 a day. Uh, yeah, like like when when you really position these job forces and, and and like these places of employment, that shit is a fucking scam, bro. Sixty six dollars a day. That so shit is like, a fucking scam. You got to think what you spend. What yeah. you spend versus your, what you what wouldn't your body be spending. spending. Yeah, yeah. Just the the yeah. moving, the up and down. Especially living in Chicago, you got to think about next month we gonna have to push through snow. Yeah. And then you know what I also with these jobs have to understand when I was reading this article and I just found it comical that people would just think that because you take away an additional $300 on their unemployment that they're going to go rushing to these jobs that are paying under minimum wage. That is the comical part to me because me and you have been talked about these job searches. First Man. of all, the pay the pay. I thought I was getting paid crumbs. dollars a day. I thought I was getting paid crumbs already, but this is the thing. I That's thought I was getting paid. my dreams. So sad. It's like, I already thought I was getting paid nothing. You know what I'm saying? $21 an hour. 
these jobs, and I've had people who announced, you know, said that I was looking. They'd be like, okay, I got a job. I think I may have a possibility for you. 17. 17? 17? That's what these companies have to understand. No, yeah. we're, we're definitely not going to break our our legs or whatever trying to get to these jobs. And like you said, Joey, $66 yeah. and a day. Because who can live off that? Especially, have has anyone noticed how everything is more expensive out Man, of nowhere? everything. Gas is... Seven damn dollars a gallon. I'm about to get a where? bike. But where is it at again? I saw that as well. <laughs> I'm about to it's get not, a bike. It's not in Chicago. <laughs> no, it's not in bike. Chicago. It's not in Chicago, but... It's three eighty at least. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the most gas that you go, it's at least four dollars. Yeah, damn near. Yeah. So y'all want me to bust my ass to come in here, and we ain't gonna talk about like if you're a mom trying to find childcare, mm-hmm. if you ain't even got a car, bus fare. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's madness. I don't even understand why jobs and companies think that people are even gonna like rush yeah. for that, fight for that. See, and but, then they don't treat you well. They from don't day tra- to day. <laughs> like they living is not good. Your hours are ridiculous. You know, it's just you don't get no respect. You got issues. If you have if you have an emergency, but if the company has an emergency and you stand up for it, you get a pizza party. And a break ain't really nothing because them fifteen and thirty minute breaks ain't really nothing. Um, it takes me fifteen minutes to go and pick up my food from Chipotle. Exactly. Walk. Just order, getting there. Pick, yeah. Just get it. Walk. Order, pick it up, come back in the office. That's 15 minutes right there. Baby, I used to be a teacher. I haven't had a break in six years. <laughs> what do you mean? What's a break? That 30 minutes I'm supposed to be eating lunch is a kid in my classroom that wasn't supposed to be in another classroom. Or I eat lunch with my students. I've eaten lunch standing up in a lunchroom full of children. Mm. I have not. I've had days where I started moving and walking at 745 and did not stop until 6 p.m. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like, it's just so... Reading that tickled me. Because it was just like, well, do these corporations not see, like, how life is out here right now? See, but but that that's what pissed me off about a lot of these corporations because they be multi-million and multi-billion Multi- dollar And companies. they're paying people pennies. Pennies on the dollar. Pennies. Yeah. Pennies. Yeah. Cause, like, cause dude... I, I you used to think about mean? that all the time. My, like, my previous employer, uh, I worked for Blue Cross, and like they'd tell us every year how much money the comp the company made, and I'm like, bro, y'all. And you didn't give us no raises. We ain't get nothing around holiday time. You telling us about all that you yeah. accomplished, what the company no has done. <laughs> we don't even get turkeys no more. <laughs> you, I know exactly. What you, they, no, real like Thanksgiving, the job would give you like a turkey, like CPS. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. they would get a you know staff. Some stuff. But it's like, nowadays, it's like, we're rewarded with nothing. And it's like, my thing is, for a lot of these jobs, when they discover that they could be done remotely, why do you want everybody in the office? Because that's also a thing that's with... That's costing uh, them money. Yeah, it's a yeah. tax thing with them, too. Mm-hmm. That's not my problem. You want to spend $120 million on leasing. Okay? That's not my problem. For Think sure. smarter, not harder, baby. You ain't, sure. gotta, you ain't got to spend all that money. For I sure. can tell you how to do it differently. And baby, these companies not about to play around letting people think that they can actually be alive and live and have a job. Oh, no. Because you're stealing their time if there's not a call right now and you mop your floor. So they they feel like Mm -hmm. that's abusing company time that you can feed and nurse your child in the the comfort of your own home and still provide whatever it is that they need. If this progresses, you know. Because it will. 
I don't, I don't, this isn't gonna, if the jobs aren't gonna raise the, uh, the wages, people are not gonna apply. This is gonna continue. So we can either continue to go into the deficit of paying everybody unemployment, mm-hmm. or you can actually address the issue, which is the prices are being raised on everything, and y'all ain't paying people shit. Yeah. That's what you can do. That's what you can do. Like, the impoverished people, no. They need help. They need jobs. Real jobs. We need real jobs in the communities and shit yeah. like that. We need more people to be more accessible to even get to these jobs when they do get them. There needs to be a whole reconstructuring of this whole dynamic. And it's like, it's crumbling right in front of them. And y'all know what y'all need to do, but they don't. They want to hold on to the dollar. See, but, see, but and, and I think the thing with that is they, they expect for people to get so damn bad that yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, you finna come work for this 15. Baby, a lot of people come will rob, though. 17. And that's, that's what they don't understand. What you gotta understand, a lot of people will turn to some, go up. We'll turn to violence. Them little nice little white neighborhoods where y'all think everything all nice and dandy, y'all will come right up in there. That's not a threat. And that's not me inciting violence. That's not me encouraging it in any form. But people will get on that. The mm-hmm. thoughts and actions of the Temple Tantrums podcast. <laughs> 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 Disclaimer, right? It got toxic for yeah, a moment. No, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I took it there. I was robbed, like, you think you think you safe in your brownstone, bitch? <laughs> I was like, damn, I ain't bring my beret or nothing, bitch. Yo, wait, I was not you ready? for this. I gotta pop my nails off the revolution now. Yo, no, right are, now. <laughs> like, not a nigga ain't sent a postcard or shit. I, I'm like, damn, no, the revolution right, right now. <laughs> I ain't even got my locks my yet. Bad, Wait, y'all. the Man. revolution is no, now. Just, but you, me and me you and Harley have these conversations, know. and I, me and right, right. I know I come off as like that bubbly person who probably don't even think about taking it there with but, folks, but, but I know it can. Right. I know right, it right. can. And baby, listen, if it has to happen, I know it will happen. Hey, so, Pac said it. <laughs> yeah, he said it. Like you, we've talked about how to get peace. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, ultimate bloodshed. Now, I've heard that theory before too. Spartacus. You know what I'm saying? But it's they like that's, fall. that's just a lot. It's just a lot. That's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That is like, damn. What does that look like at the end? Because, wow. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but no. Like you know. So, um, corporation people, corporation leaders. And then actually, I've been learning about like who holds like the power with the money and who's really running the world, like Bill Gates and shit. It'd like be like that. three of them. It's four, apparently, from four. Three or four. But, yeah, like, y'all know what y'all need to do. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Come on now. What is that? You think they care? Yeah. They about to go to space, boy. They about yeah, to yeah. leave us. They, like, they been, look, we finna get the, the fuck thing. up out of here. They about to leave us. This planet finna flood, yeah. Y'all think? Yeah, this, this squid all, game planet. All, all over, <laughs> child, all over. Give me know. a red envelope. At least, at least and it's all over. Sh- and it's all over <laughs> shit that we did. Right, it's right. It's the... Du- Humans are probably the dumbest thing ever in the galaxy. We create our own drama. We create our own drama. Fact. A lot of us know what needed to be done so the earth did not decay like it did. But people will forever choose laziness. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here just like, wow, so people telling you the, the, the climate change is fucked up and y'all just don't care. We get one earth. Y'all think we all going to Mars? I didn't mean to go on that tangent, I but I was still. Going to Pluto. Pl- well, girl, girl. Well, according <laughs> to scientists, Pluto is not a planet. 
Well, according to Future Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> we getting just, the Pluto one way or another. Okay, like, I just, I don't know. I just, whether they care or not, whether they care or not, I think the chances of them having to deal with Earth before they actually make it to Mars is actually greater. So, just saying. So, I don't know if y'all know, uh, Boosie and Little Nas X are beefing mm-hmm. again. <laughs> The hell. <laughs> oh, it's at Again. this point. Uh, this is this has been. I don't know. You know what? Now I'm gonna say this. So what happened was. Them niggas in cahoots. What happened was Lil Nas X was on a live. He was on a live, and I guess he said he has a collaboration coming with Boosie. Why would you even say this? Okay, no, okay. <laughs> now honestly, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I said now why would. Like you said, why would you do that? Why would you? Because, but then wait. So uh, the slow part of me, you know, the pathetic side, the one that loves seeing the good in everyone. I'm like, you know what? I want to hear that maybe, song. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> Boosie and Lil Nas had a conversation. Maybe they have come to <laughs> to to grounds. I would love so, for the boom whoever writes for the Boondocks to pick up that conversation. Hey, I would like <laughs> to the pick Boondocks up that to come back. That's, That's what I was thinking. That's what I it, wish they could. Well, what's going on today? They could not come back. God. Yeah, I mean, they'll get canceled. Two episodes yeah. in. Hey, yeah. I'm cool. Just try. <laughs> <laughs> just try. It's, okay. not, it's the just try for me. Yeah, just try. So he said that. He said he got a song coming out with little Boosie. And Boosie responded. Stop trolling me, faggot. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> We're not done. The first word We're not done. tweet. We're <laughs> not done. We're not done. You a whole bitch playing with a gangster SMH. You can keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass in peace. And hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you. LOL, Nas X. If you hashtag commit suicide, you would be, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Damn, Boosie. You ain't had to go that hard. You could have kept it, you know, a little, a little more lighter than that. I mean. There's two... Because now you can't go back on none of that yeah. shit you ever said. There's two, yeah. Yeah. Because you all you kept saying you never wished ill on a boy. Yeah. And now you just wished ill on a boy. So yeah. it's like all those moments where you were like, I don't want to, I don't have nothing against Nas X. I'm just uncomfortable with insert yeah. all the gay shit. Now you can't, <laughs> you can't even stand on that mountain and plant your flag, Boosie. It was, I say that was so, that was a very hateful comment. When I first, I said no. When I first heard it on my airwaves on Facebook, I'm like, I'm just thinking it's a rumor, lie, whatever. Then I saw the tweet. I said, ah, damn, I'm Boosie. Come on, fam, fam, fam. But one thing is this, because I'm not going to stay on Boosie on this. I will say something about antagonizing people that you already know don't like you. That, like that I, needs to be addressed. It's just, it's a thing for me. Y- like you it, know, it, here's, a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's one thing to just say, hey, yeah, I feel like pissing off the homophobes and I just want to be in my gay flair, right? It's very different to at the person that you know hates your guts. Because you are creating a situation now. And that's my thing. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not condoning nothing that Boosie said because that was very immature, that was very strong. 
that was a very strong response to, oh yeah, we got a song coming out. Like, yeah. goddamn, bro. Because you could have. That you came out quick on a on a song joke. Yeah. But but Nas, you have to understand there are people out there who are serious about how they feel. My best best. I, we ain't even got a. We ain't even got a. We ain't even got a. We ain't got to interact. Yeah. As far as I as far as it's, you know what I'm saying, like I wake up feeling like I'm the victim in some situations. I don't wake up and choose violence with the people that have wronged me per se. You just go on about your day, trying to make it. You know what I'm saying, like I, I don't get the point of that. Yeah. So I that don't part get the extra. So I don't that get part the extra at all. I it, just it, it was the whole um the suicide part with me like you should kill yourself cause like it's a lot of people like dealing with stuff like that like you shouldn't yeah. play around even if it's no, something you like you know just go jump off building. like you know yeah. like say something more light like I guess like like that or something like don't just say go kill yourself because a lot of that community uh have issues already, already. like yeah, don't yeah. Mental health don't issues, do it yeah. that way um yeah the whole little nice ex poking people like that I, I understand it I get it that's that's what these little guys is doing and when I was in high school that's what I was doing. I, I would mess with people that I knew didn't like me or or that was like just like, uh, he irritating. I just go mess with him because what you going to do? Like, that's that's who I am. See, and, so and, and I understand that. Because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that same shit. Like, what if Lil Nas X is really a hard body thug motherfucker? Yeah, <laughs> but like, 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 what if he really with the smoke? Hey, he probably you know what I'm saying? But he's being jovial he about it. Do you think I, he is? See, but but the fact know. that I've seen him in the gym, but I don't I don't see him throwing hands. I don't know. I feel like hey, I mean, them motherfuckers be them, having hands. I feel like motherfuckers because they fight unconventional. They like like if women was strong as fuck, they beat the shit out of a man. Yeah. <laughs> Like for real, yeah, it's unconventional because you don't know where that punch coming from and what <laughs> angle is coming from. It's not coming from a man's angle that we learn how to punch. I ain't gonna stunt. That's one thing. Like you, Baby, that hand you might get that hand because you know women square up different. Them elbows already up in the air, and then them niggas big and long and strong. Around, bro, and they, they hit you yeah. with one of them with one of them women swings. This is no, why he, I said you get not, knocked out. You might sleep. You're not wrong. And I'd be scared to fight somebody like like that that might want a piece of me. That might want a piece of you, me. If you beat my ass, then now I'm in the Me Too movement up here trying to say, you know, you you touched me wrong or something. You know shit. what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? First I'm gonna beat your ass, then yeah. I'm gonna eat, eat your, your ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew where he was going. I already yeah, knew like, he was give going. Give me that silent B, boy. Give me know. that silent B, boy. Don't don't be poking them like that. I uh, just... <laughs> pause. All the pause, okay? All don't the pause. be poking them like that. But, but no, like for it. real, like I just, I just, this is such a stupid Wait, situation. Do you ca- what? Do I what? Yo, I, I might have said that wrong. Do you call a Do you call a group of they them? Because I think a group of they is them. It's, okay, it's I was just asking. Very, yeah, it's got very confusing. Because I feel very odd saying and you I can't mess with. What they. Dave say? He said yeah, you they after you, Dave. Is it one they or many? Yeah. <laughs> How many? <laughs> he said they're coming for you. Is it, is it, is it one they? <laughs> when he said, I said, David, <laughs> stop playing, David. Stop playing with these people. But listen, oh. I yeah, I just that's it. I need these two to stop. 
When 22 starts, I promise, I don't want to hear another Lil Nas X, little Boosie conversation. I think they in cahoots, though. I ain't, I ain't even going to yeah, say that. Yeah, it's probably... That's probably, a way to get that bag. Yeah, yeah it's probably... Yeah. Because we tune in, in to stuff like that. Immediately. Yeah. Like, Only because I don't like I don't like homophobic homophobic comments. For sure. Neither, like, and that was telling too... someone to kill themselves yeah. bothers yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. even if it's for a gimmick, yeah, that's that deep for me. You get what I'm saying? Even if it's for a ploy to promote... he's too Boosie is too old for yeah. me. It's like, I, I, Lil Nas is, what, 20? See, but, but you, the, the crazy part, 20? though. But is, I said, no, Lil Nas is yeah. young. He's like 20. He, he ain't even 21 yet. He's not even 21. He's not of legal drinking when age. When Old Town Road came out, he was 17. Yeah, he was a kid. So, and Boosie, still you, a child. Boosie you no, have children who have children. Yeah. Boosie has children yeah, who they, has they children. Lil Nas is a child. So, even if this is for gimmicks, you're too old for this. Yeah. It's like, it's like, this gives me... Nothing. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Y'all see, but the thing is though, you got a lot of motherfuckers that got that boosy mind state. Like like it's a lot of older motherfuckers mm-hmm. that still be moving around and shaking in this world where it's like they can't come to the f- like realization that motherfuckers just accepting of who people are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like if if you got an issue with somebody in the LGBTQ community you ain't gotta say shit, bro. Just like, yeah, just keep if, it to if, like, keep that shit to yourself, G. They not fucking with you. You not fucking with them. Two things can coexist. Yeah, yeah. And I'm all for freedom of speech, but you gotta choose some of them words better. Yeah, yeah. It's like we, we, like you said, we're too grown. We a little too grown. Yeah. And that was just a strong rebuttal to just we got a track together. Hey, that's deep. Was, you know what I'm saying? Was, like, think about what kicked that off. Smoking. Yeah, yeah. He's saying that shit. He was he with his friends, his and that made him feel some Thanks. type of way. Thanks. Thanks. He, oh, you motherfucker! Why, you motherfucker! Come on here with that faggot ass shit. <laughs> Could you imagine, on, though, how fast his thumbs were moving? Yeah, yeah. Like, he put that shit on all caps. Was that, was that, that one draft? Too. I wonder if that was one draft or he had to go hey, back if and that nigga some... stopped, read that shit, and then edited it. He <laughs> had to edit it. When you, if you're that mad... Hey, Lo, it didn't read that bad. It wouldn't surprise me if there was some editing points. Mm. It was? <laughs> it was surprising. No, I can't First say of all, that. You no, got, let me fix this <laughs> shit right You got to edit something that you put two hashtags into. Yeah. Angry texting is not yeah. gonna get you two solid hashtags. Especially angry texting on Twitter. I see y'all. You motherfuckers yeah. is good for that because I can't even normal text. Like I can't even happy text. Like I, it's too much for me, man. We I probably would have. I probably would have put a video men. out there. Or something. <laughs> we was just talking about. I was like, men do not know how to text. They don't text. They're not. No, just me. This nigga over here, he's a texting demon. That's, like not, I said, he texts the whole. Con- he could text the whole book to me, and I'd be like, uh, still he'll typing out yes. Yeah. He see the bubbles popping up for 15 minutes and one word come through. I don't even see the bubbles with him. It just bling. Bro, did you just say this to me? Did you he already, just had, he already got all the response saved in notes. Like, like for real. Like, like, he's going to say this. Y'all not going to crucify me for being a great text. No, I'm hey. a, no, I like, no, I appreciate because I am. I am of that sort of well. I definitely yeah. be getting back to folks like me. See, because the crazy part, though, I don't like talking. I hate talking. I like voice notes. Same. I don't like texting. I hate it. voice it notes. It takes more time for me to sit and text than I could just hit that record button and let it just 
You ain't Catch lying about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, and then now. And then it's like you can I'm hear. Like... And then it's like you can actually hear how I'm saying it too. Like texting you. Yeah, things get lost in translation. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's why sometimes I don't mind, and I just be sending people voice notes, and I'll be like, I hope this is okay, but I've kind of left the texting behind. Okay. Like... That's how, that's how we communicate. If mm-hmm. anybody ever, when people be like. What would you do if you and your best friend's text were leaked? Nothing, because it's nothing but voice messages. People don't even know what we're talking about. Okay, okay. And those go away. So if, according to people, I haven't texted Bree in like six months. We don't text. We just send a voice. Boom. Period. Period. But lazy human beings. No, I'm just <laughs> lazy. I mean, I, I'm even worse because I I'm so lazy that I ain't finna send you none of that. I'm just gonna see you when I see you and tell you. He won't respond. I'm like I'm like really see, won't see, and, and, and you thought I was playing. I'm when like, I said, I thought, nah. like now since I'm family, yeah, now that I'm getting treated now, now, like now that, you see. My man's I'm kind of old you. school with, with the communication later. thing. Facts. He, he'll text you like two days later. Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, did you need a response so fast? You know. Yes, Joey. Yes. Yes. All right. (laughs) He said, did you? Did you really? Was it necessary? Right. (laughs) But that brings the end to the entertainment section. Thank you guys for joining me. Of course. Appreciate y'all. You're welcome. And now we're going to be back. Me and Harley will be back with our Brianna and Friends segment. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is time for our Brianna and Friends segment. You know, I got my girl Harley here. What up, what up, what up? You know what I'm saying? You know, I love when we get to talk because, you know, we be having, like, some real girl talk moments and we get to just really talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, thank you again for coming here with me. Of course, girl. You know you my bitch. Yes. Yeah, so... What was crazy to me and what kind of got me to this one to have this conversation, girl? I know you saw all the viral posts about red flags. Child. I was silent. You know, well, I was silent because (laughs) I know I've been blind to a couple of those. You know what I'm saying? But what cracked me up was, like I told you before, was that people was like outing themselves for like recognizing these red flags, but still kind of. Going through with it, you and know. Having red flag junior. <sighs> Why do you think we do that? Honestly, people see every, we see and know that shit not for us, mm-hmm. and we just I don't know. It's either for me sometimes it just be like, <clears throat> excuse me, for me it be like this shit look fun. Okay. When I was young, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I can't really say that I fell for red flags because mm-hmm. I'm a female future fan, so I'm a walking red flag, which is the reason why I was really quiet because unlike other people, I don't tell on myself. Um, <laughs> if you got damaged by some shit I did in my childhood, I'm sorry. Um, if you think we dated, we didn't. Um, Nothing to deal with her. I've dated one man and I am still currently dating him. Um, everybody else, you just we just had fun. It was nice. Anywho's, um, but nah, I just think just the same way that men meet me and know that there is no possible way I could be the type of woman that they want to be, but they still decide to let me fuck them well and then never call them again. That women decide to get pregnant by these men that don't even take care of the children that they already have. It's like, we know what red flags are. And this little viral moment showed us that we know the type of shit we're not supposed to be putting up with and we do it anyways. Do you think, see, like, sometimes I be wondering, is that, do we choose the chaos that comes with certain people because of, like, attachment issues? 
insecurities. And it looks familiar. It looks familiar. And then it's like, do we put up with these things so that we're not quote unquote alone? And I feel like a lot of that has to stem from that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, for me to watch as many red flags came on my timeline. So it's like, so all of this shit that we deal with is avoidable. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. We peeped a shitty person. We peeped a shitty vibe. We could have avoided it, but we stayed. Because people genuinely don't know how to be happy. So in so many ways, people really don't want to be happy. Like, And I can attest to this because I remember at the beginning of my relationship just doing dumb shit to sabotage it. Mm. And I'm just grateful for my partner. He just paused and was just like, you don't know how to be happy. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to not be at it with me. You don't know how to not be into it with me. Mm-hmm. So it fucks you up that you can be around me for long periods of time and we don't got to get into it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, you right. You know what I mean? And I this literally, last, this last year of our relationship, because we've been, we'll be dating three years in April. This last year of our relationship has just been both of us learning how to be happy. Mm-hmm. Him learning not how to be out here in the streets because he don't need to be. He's with somebody who he wants to be around. Mm-hmm. Me not having to compensate for, you know, major outings with my friends. Like, I have never had a situation where I have dated somebody and I made plans that included him and all the people that I inv- that I involved myself with for my birthday. It's always me and my girls are going to go out. Mm-hmm. And then he going to do something for me if he do something for me. And that's just how my birthday goes. And maybe it may be my family, you know what I mean? But now it's like I can include all of that and he want to be there too. Mm-hmm. And it's different. I think a lot of people, it's easier to go for the red flags. Like it's easier to go for the shit that I know. I saw my mom get cheated on. So I'm going to be okay with a dude that's cheating on me because I feel like, well, at least my, my daddy didn't do this. So at least this dude through this. It's the, the power of the at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the power of the at least. It's like... Like, you kind of thought some of that shit was normal. Yeah. Now you ain't gonna lie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I was reading them red flags and I thought about, you know, my last relationship. And like I've said before, before, if anyone ever listens and be like, there she go, put in blame. No. You know, like I said, I, I had my moments. I was in there. I wasn't no, wasn't no victim. But it's just like, there were so many chances for you to end that. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, did you stay? And I think, I know what my issue was. You know, like, back in the day, like, you know, that was, like, my first relationship. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, first one, you already kind of late getting into the dating game and shit like that. So, you're probably allowing a little bit things a little bit more than you should because you don't want to be by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You've experienced being by yourself all this time. But it's just like, when I learned how to be by myself, and like you said, and love yourself, I realized when I should have left that alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And hindsight is, hindsight is beautiful. Man. 2020. You'd be like, damn. Be like, it was right there. In my face. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, it cracked me up. But it's like, you know, those re- it's, it's crazy how red flags will not even just be in relationships. But like in people. Friendships. Friendships. Businesses. Family yeah, members. Anything. <laughs> like... But you said you hit the you hit the nail on the head, bro. When you just said when you learned how to be by yourself, so many people can't even be by themselves socially. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many people who put up with friendships and acquaintances 
just so they don't have to go certain places alone. Mm-hmm. You know, people look at you crazy. I think I saw a, a, a meme one day that was like, my life will never get so lonely that I go have dinner by myself. Mm-hmm. And the other girl retweeted it and was like, y'all... Y'all need people to survive, and that's scary. Like, I can hang out by myself. Yeah. When people were going crazy about the shutdown, I was just like, bro, for what? All my shit at home. Mm-hmm. I want to be at home. And then I can work from home? You mean to tell me I can get up in the morning, keep my robe on, walk into work? Oh, baby, you crazy. You mean to tell me, like, my lunch break is really a smoke break? Boy, quit playing. Quit playing. <laughs> I was excited, but it, but I do know that there was a time where had this happened, this shutdown happened, and I didn't have the type of mental state that I have going on about myself, about myself, that would have had me gone crazy. Yeah. Because I couldn't be alone with myself. A lot of people can't be alone with the shit that's in their head. And it's what's so crazy is the shit that our brains tell us is so fucking horrible that we would rather deal with the bullshit of shitty friendships, shitty relationships, and toxic family connections than to sit at home by yourself away from all of that shit and deal with yourself. Like, the hardest battle I have ever fought had nothing to do with a man or my family or anybody else. It had everything to do with me versus me. Mm-hmm. Me wanting to get myself out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Me not feeling like I ain't shit. Me not recording full episodes of podcasts and deleting them. Me, you know, not making multiple videos and then deleting them before I actually give people a chance to like or not like my content. Mm-hmm. I have always been in my way, you know what I mean? And I think that's why I don't I don't engage in a lot of red flags or, or even deal with having conversations with people about them anymore because I used to be the person that people came to with the red flags that they have for other people in their life. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, bro... All of this shit is easy. Like you said, hindsight, I just be like, just leave them alone. Just leave. Oh my God. That was, so I had them, I had a, are those called epiphanies? When you just have that moment yeah. where you're of, of clarity or whatever. I remember Shout just out being. Shout T-Pain. That album was amazing. I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. And I remember just waking up. Because you know, one of my things that I always say is that, you know, I was clearly meant to be a side chick. Because, you know, that, what? That, well, I've made that joke or comment on because it's like I always attract people in relationships. Like, it's been like that. I've told you my you saga. Me, you, say, you tell me you, the people men love you. You just, yeah. That don't mean that you destined to be yeah, it. I don't know. Because God be playing. Pl- playing, playing. In my face and sometimes. He be playing. <laughs> I be like, he has been playing because it's like, now, G, now you know I ain't got the personality. And if you was going to do that, you could have at least gave me some hands because I don't fight. <laughs> Now you could at least. No, I'm saying no, cause these dudes be approaching me and I be looking at their girlfriend. I'm like, she look like she she beat bitches. She looks like she'll drag a bitch. Like you not finna and you not finna (laughs) invite me to this shit, G. Like you not finna do that. So like, but like I had a But for a disclaimer, friend, let me just tell you, I understand you don't fight, but I do. So (laughs) let understand. I ain't gonna never condone no sad chickism because you are a beautiful woman who deserves to be the main chick. But should you decide to be a sad chick and somebody girlfriend come fucking with you, this Nissan will pull up so (laughs) I fight for fun, bitch. I want to know people that you punch in the face and she be like, I eat those for lunch. That's me, bitch. That's me. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her. And that's why I love you, though, because she don't be playing. I'm trying to tell y'all, when I hopped in her Beagle Live, Cause I was gonna time. beat up whoever she that said, bitch hey, was friend. my friend. She said, "Hey friend, well at least that better be my friend, cause that's my friend name, and I'm gonna beat you up if that ain't you, Bree." I said, "Oh my Baby, god." Baby, if a bitch is on social media and she's operating under the name Temple Tantrums and she don't identify that that's my bitch, 
I need I don't you don't understand? I got I got friends everywhere, baby. My homie finna find your IP address. It's I'm the, at your door. It's the love for me. You can it's delete the, that out. You can delete that. Cause my friend needs that account. It's the love for me. But you know, for for our sake, you know, I'll be we be trying. We be we doing be, we, be, we ain't we, shit. We But like no, like when you realize how easy it is to just wake up and be like, you know, I don't wanna accept this no more. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna do this no more. I actually I know I'm above it. And instead of me trying to change this person into understanding my feelings or acknowledging my feelings or reciprocating what I'm giving in, I can just leave. And I it can don't just... gotta be no beef, G. Like yeah. people kill me with that. Like it don't really it don't have to be no beef. So it's like I had my my epiphany moment where I was just like, oh, I gotta cut you off. Gotta cut you off. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was sad. It'd be sad. It'd be sad because, you know, I like people. Yeah, you be wanting to be these niggas' friends. I be so. I be Ooh. niggas' friends. I be I be knowing their favorite color. I be knowing that they like, you know, what their favorite series is. But I figured it out. Remember, because we, we always joke and you be like, me and you different. It'd be me with the niggas and it'd be you with the, the Females. bitches. Females. The yeah. re- and the reason why it'd be me with the bitches, not on no gay shit, but I am gay, but not on no gay shit. <laughs> it'd be me with friends and I figured it out. You like you want to be these niggas' friends, and I don't want to be these niggas' friends. But the reason being is I put a lot into my friendships, which mm-hmm. is why it be hard for like when I call you, I'm always fussing about a, a girl that I'm cool with because mm-hmm. I really do look at if I call you my friend, mm-hmm. I look at you like my family. Mm-hmm. So your development matters to me, your health matters to me, your mm-hmm. mental. You see, I, I call you mm-hmm. if if them if them statuses get a little too spicy, I'm at your door. Like <laughs> I know where your OG live. I will sit on her porch. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. the way I invest in my friends, I have, I don't ever. Invest Invest in these niggas. Like when you be telling, <sighs> when you be telling me like these niggas hobbies, I be like, sweetheart, do you know how but many you know men? Why? I don't even know their last. Therapy <laughs> is real. These niggas need therapy. G, like, not even on no. Listen, this is not even me flexing on thinking that. Oh yeah, motherfuckers just love talking to Brianna. No, I've discovered a lot of our men need a listening ear. It's like I've always, for some reason. I've had people, I remember when I met the young man, you know, that I met on that last trip. Out of nowhere, he just starts telling me shit that's happened to him when he was 13 and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, you need this. Mm-hmm. This isn't even about, like, like you really just, it sounds like you really just need somebody to listen. And so, like, because I like, I just like leaving people better than how they came to me and should. how they found them. So that's just me giving them their li- the listening ears so they can go on about their day. <laughs> Erica Badu said in an interview, somebody was like, when me and the, the somebody the person that was interviewing her was like, people always talk about how you make men crazy. What do you mm-hmm. do? And her response was, I listen to them. Yeah. And that's the truth. Like for every for every one woman like you or Erica Badu who really truly listens a man probably has already ran into eight bitches like me who honestly don't give a fuck about your day. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. sir, get mm-hmm. undressed. <laughs> All right, good night. Have a great day. Like, so that's when so they, crazy when they that we're somebody, like that. Though. Yeah, that's so, so crazy. It's like, that... We are literally the angel and the devil on the motherfucking show. When it, co- when it comes like... to some of these, because let me tell y'all, when she be having these conversations about some of these friends, man, I'll be like, hey, yo, shorty would have been clipped. <laughs> And it, and this is not me saying that I'll put what a man goes through above my friends because I love you and you know that you know what I'm saying. But when I when I sense that super weird stuff, 
from females, mm-hmm. you got to nip it in the bud, unfortunately. And I had to do that a couple times with people this year. And that be my problem. My problem is once the once the weird show up, I be really hurt. And there's some there's some weird we can just say, okay, that was just weird and awkward. Right. But then that intentional weird, weird, where like you creating some weirdness, some everybody, energy. Everybody have weird moments. Shit, we had a weird moment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope. That ain't gonna happen. This oh. bitch, my only friend. I she swooped said, in quick. Like, wait a minute, bitch. She said, oh, I'm not. <laughs> wait a minute, bitch. I'm like, not gonna deal with her time. I'm her only friend. But no, like, you know, but it's still like, even when you do make those decisions to clip those people, like, even the females that I've blocked, and I ain't gonna lie, maybe sometimes when I'm interpreting what's happening, my, my trigger finger is probably a little too quick. And I, I will delete somebody fast. That, to be honest. And maybe I should work on that. No, but you it's keep like, your space purged. Yeah, Fuck that. you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it still be tough, though, because you think about all the times that you had with those people. Be like, so we weren't always like that. I wonder how we got here, but I wasn't going to invest. Yeah, no. Nah. I wasn't going to deep, di- I wasn't going to, not with the people, those people that I'm referring to. And for me, it's just like, I don't know. I think with a lot of people, even just this this whole idea of what we're talking about today, just friends and, and when it's time for people to be done with your life, it's like, who am I to tell you that you can't change? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Ten years ago, ten years ago, I hated women that called themselves bitch. Now Free. I use that word as freely. fluently, now I use that word as fluently and freely as I would use any other, you know, worm, word or t- term that I use. So, I can't, I can't say that myself that I'm evolving and everything around me has to stay the same. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my biggest issue with knowing how to let go is I have a really good understanding of who I am and who I'm not. Mm-hmm. And when I no longer want to be a part of a person's circle, I no longer want to be a part of a person's circle. But nowadays, it's so it's so messy that if you stop fucking with a person, it got to be an issue. Mm-hmm. It got to be a beef. It got to be, you know, women, one thing about women, and this is one of the only thing, one of the only things that I could ever say that I would rather be a man to do. Women, female friendships are just too fucking emotional. They're too fucking emotional. We got to always have conversations for closure. We got to always talk. Like, I don't even, I don't even give these niggas closure. It's just one day you can't call me and get your dick sucked no more and that's it. Ain't no closure. Ain't no two-week notice. Ain't no, ain't nothing. Which is crazy because I'm a closure person. But women be wanting to talk. But I don't give my, you know what? The people, the only person, I had a best friend who hit me up. She was like, I woke up and I noticed you deleted me on Facebook. What's that about? And for me, that was my closure. And then also the fact that you needed over a week to notice that I did that. So by the time she hit me up about it, I'm like, bro, like, Cause baby, I would have been on it's... your ass before the ink was dry. <laughs> Be like, <laughs> you That's know a... me, I'ma Facetime you, so you know it's serious. Cause we don't even call, talk on the phone. Oh so goodness. if I Facetime you, you know. My friend, my friend, when I had like sealed the coffin, <laughs> like so we don't, you ain't, you ain't trying to be friends no more. Um, I'm sorry, big dog. Yeah, I'm sorry, big I'm dog. I'm sorry, like you know, not if we can't do it how I said it needs to be done. Yeah. You can't be a real friend. But it would, it'd be tough because, you know, you know, like I said, I get attached. You would be cool. But, you know, when you wake up and you know better, you want to do better instantly. That's just me. Mm-hmm. And when you realize you want more for your life and your surroundings, you're just going to make those changes. And so, like, you know. Because it's not easy. You know what I mean? It's not easy when you fuck with somebody. Like, 
whether it be, you know, somebody that you have been intimate with or just a friend, like, you know, I'm dealing dealing with kind of breaking away from friends that are no longer that no longer serve me, mm-hmm. and I realize that it's just like it's and not. You got a, some serious ones over there, not to push yeah, your business no, out. Yeah, no shit, no, because I want people to be able to know, like, you know, you gotta when you have been friends with a person for more than half of your life. You know, I've been friends with a young lady more than half of my life, and it's very evident that. Our friendship is over with. Mm-hmm. If you know, and I won't ever say because at one point I was like, "Is was there ever a friendship?" Yeah, who we were when I met her in college were some amazing friends. Yeah, bookends. She still has a lot of that mentality. I can tell, mm-hmm. and I'm no longer there. Mm-hmm. And as we grow, we're shifting. And my thing about shifting for me is, as I get more more mature, I become more secure in myself and I know who I am and who I'm not. I refuse to deal with things that make me unhappy and I refuse mm-hmm. to deal with things that are not logical, they don't make sense. And when you see somebody that is not on that same route, it's like, okay, I got, I still got their back. And for a long time, I was able to emotionally have her back and then we got involved with financial things. And now... One thing about, and I will say, you know, of course, I would, I would never just be out here ratting nobody's, nobody's dirty laundry out here. But being real, just because I want to be able to help somebody that decides to take a moment and listen to this podcast, if you are somebody's friend, truly somebody's friend, please understand that being asked to co-sign for something is not a small ass. And if you are a friend who is asking of that for somebody, you need to make sure that you are prepared to damn near, damn near, and I don't like to, I don't like to be disrespectful to people, but damn near go broke, go broke before you allow yourself to tarnish your friend's credit. Mm -hmm. And they made a decision to have your back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in, in in this situation, you know, I was I was on the on the receiving end of kind of the the disrespect. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna just call it what it is: disrespect. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, I had a good friend of mine ask me to you know help out with a finance, and I said, "Cool, you know, whatever." And that's and a then, red flag. And that's a red flag because a good friend of mine was like another friend of mine. Where was, was the like, family? Well, first of all, where was the family? Where was the family? And then my friend was like, "If you, if a person needs to, a, my best male friend, and I never forget, I even told him he was right. Once I realized I was too far in, my best male friend was like, "If she needs a co-signer, then you should not co-sign for her, because she's already not paying bills. Chances are she's not going to pay that bill either." And you get to this point, and that's, this is why, and kind of to, to get back into what we were talking about before, this is why I don't be these niggas' friends. Because the thing about me is when my friends are hurting, I am hurting. Say that to say, like, I looked at that situation, like, I know that this is probably going to be bad for me, and I, and I walked into it. Yeah. And I yeah. wasn't even mad that I walked into it. Yeah. I wasn't even surprised that the payments wasn't being made. The friendship ended when there was no remorse. The friendship ended when I'm watching you do things that could be done to fix this. The friendship happened when I went through a whole situation where I was broke myself, dealing with my own issues, the way we all dealing with issues, and I got I buckled down. I was grinding. I spent almost two years building up my own credit, telling you no to outings that you should have been probably skipping like me, so you're not fucking up like that. And now I'm in a place where I can no longer worry about my shit. 
at this point, th- the pandemic helped me. Last year, I paid off all of my foolish early 20s debt. Mm-hmm. I was grateful as fuck for that. Mm-hmm. And told myself when I turned 30, I was going to give myself a gift of buying myself a Jeep. I've always wanted a Jeep. Little woman, big car. Let's go. Yeah. I was I was excited. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've had this Jeep in my mind since I was a little girl anyways. Black car, purple seats. I'm a lean drinker. You that's know my, what I mean? My, that I got a dream color for my so, gun. Pink yeah, and purple. Period. Oh, so that's what I'm saying. And then, so to... To go into a situation where I'm trying to kind of elevate my life. I'm not I'm not tripping on you. I'm not tripping on the debt. I'm not tripping on the situation. I try to elevate my life. And now your negligence becomes a stumbling block in my life. That's hard. And then there's no empathy or consideration. There's like, no communication. There's no urgency. Like when the issue is brought. Like when it's evident, when you start bringing some real shit to people. It's that response. It be the response. It's the re- it's the response, and it's like you know what? It, it's the res- the response will tell you everything you need to know about where you stand with people. And that be me. It's like, and I'm not upset about it because I feel like but, everybody is. I'm not upset about. I'm not upset with her. I'll say that because mm-hmm. everybody is fighting their own battles. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, and this is just again me believing the best of people. I truly believe that if she if she truly had. The means mm-hmm. and the knowledge, because mm-hmm. some for some people have the means and they don't have the knowledge to do with the means. Mm-hmm. So it might be her financial literacy. I don't know, because again, I've never made the decision to put my hands in somebody else's pocket just because the debt was owed to me. Mm-hmm. But when I look up and I see that there's probably some negligence in there, and then I just kind of ask, like, "Hey, what I do still you need?" Say you're being super mature and with that one. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing against you. I just want you to step up because I don't have an issue with you. I just know that you and I no longer speak the same language. Yeah. And the red flags that have already been evident in our life that we used to play with, because everybody has red flags that we play with. The red flags that were alive in my life when you and I could play are no longer alive in my life. I have a different life. I have a different walk. So I have to walk away from this friendship. Mm-hmm. And I'm not mad at you, you know what I mean? And I say this, I say this with the most, the utmost love. Even if I never get a chance to say this to her face, this is, this is almost a release for me. So thank you, Bree, but... I love her, you know what I mean? But we no longer speak the same language. And I think I, I'm grateful that you asked me to come on and speak about when it's time to walk away from a situation because there will never be any love laws. Yeah. There will always be a big up for your birthday. And not, not that I'm going to ever attend the event again. I'm not going to be I'm gonna be honest with you because no cap said they, they say keep enemies close, but I can't hang with ops. You're not my ops, but when you're not my people, yeah. I don't need to hang around with you. There's only two people in this world to me. People I love and people who don't exist. Mm-hmm. That's, it. That's it. And if I love you, you see how I, how I come. I'm coming. If I, if you don't exist to me, I don't have any ill will towards you. I don't wish you die or anything. I just don't think about you. In some situations, people don't consider your feelings. So if a person, if you're dealing with a situation and you just kind of in a friendship and you're not even dealing with things of that magnitude, mm-hmm. and you're seeing things that makes you uncomfortable, like. That that's when it's time to kind of move along, you know. And I I'm getting into the point where I'm shifting from this idea of like good people and bad people. I'm shifting from that, and I'm feeling like like there are just some people who don't fit in the situations that they were trying to be in, whether it be the friendship that they were trying to be in, the relationship or whatever. And bad shit happens as a result of it. I call them lessons. 
I ain't gonna lie. So this this last situation that I encounter, I ain't gonna lie. I just view Shorty as a straight up lesson mm-hmm. because, like, like I said, I learned a lot from this individual intentionally. Like this person actually like would actually put me on game to certain things. But as they were putting me on game to certain things, I had to realize where I was placed and how I was, you know, and if I wanted to stay in that place. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I said no. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you have to, I've just learned to learn from everyone. Mm-hmm. You and know, everything. take what I can out the situation. But if it's not a purposeful situation anymore, then Brianna's out. Mm-hmm. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I ain't going to tell nobody how to live their life, but it's like, you know, if, if I'm going to be treated a certain way, when we all know the type of love I give, then I got to move. Exactly. And it's not, and I, I want people, and it all comes down to self-love. Mm-hmm. If you love yourself, you won't put yourself through some of this stuff. But like, when you have, when you have a certain level of respect for yourself, you don't do certain things. And that's why I don't, I don't look at people in an angry light no more. I feel bad for them. Yeah. Because if, if when, when people can mistreat me and I and I know who I am, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not always the best person in the world. Shit, I probably I probably offended, you know, this this young lady's likeness just even having the conversation I'm having today, but at the end of the day, you know, freedom Girl, of speech yeah. is a motherfucker and I and and my thing is I have a strong feeling that if people don't want to feel away about the things that they do to you, they wouldn't do certain things to you. Because it's a part of your story too. It's Here's the, truth. the thing, people be like People be mad because, like, you be, like, sharing your sad. But it's like, you were in my life, and I talk about my life. And my sad has a, and my sad has validity. I you mean, know my sad I mean? got validity, bro. Like, sorry. Right. You know what I mean? So, for me, it's just like, at the end of the day, I, I'm not I'm not the person that's trying to have some, to look at nobody crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, even though a lot of people laughed at the way Tabitha Brown responded to Wendy Williams, like... I feel her. No, I, I know. I, feel I love her, the like, way Tabitha responded to that. Like, because... bless your heart that you don't know a level of love and respect mm-hmm. that you even think what you're doing is okay. Mm-hmm. I feel for you. There are some people in my life I genuinely feel for. Like, in this situation, my heart really goes out to this young lady because in my heart of hearts, I believe that this young lady is just is simply trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And I, I even asked myself that the day that I messaged you and I told you I was triggered by it and I, I actually ended up messaging her and she and I talked, but like the day I messaged you and told you I was triggered by it, I looked in the mirror and I asked myself, is that how do you respond to being hurt by a person simply trying to survive? If you're robbed at, gu- at gunpoint by a, a father whose daughter is, you know, sick and he needs to be able to go give her this her insulin. She got diabetes, you know what I mean? He needs to be able to give her her insulin. And the father of this young lady who is dying walks up to you and robs you at gunpoint and nervously shoots you. Mm-hmm. And you find out why he was in that situation. How? What do you do with the frustration of knowing that the person who has caused a grave, a grave discomfort, inconvenience, a grave, you know, discredit to you was just trying to survive? I, I truly believe this young lady is just trying to make it in I life. Had, I've had that conversation with my ex. I've had that conversation. And I told him, you know what, I understand. I understand it. But it's the people you choose to make your victims for me. And there are some people you just don't do a certain way. 
and that's just my t- that's just how I be viewing it. It'd be like, yeah, I, listen, I'm built on survival in a different way. Like, you know, I'm very guarded with my emotions. I don't really open up to folks. That's my way of like keeping myself from being hurt out here in these streets. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, same. Or closing, like, you know. So it's just like. A lot of us are survivors out here. We ain't really based off love. We ain't really raised off love and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I I know who I am going to unleash the evil on if I have to unleash it. If I have to do a finesse, it ain't going to be on my peers. And that's then that's, that's my, my thing. So yeah, it's like, it's if like... You, so it's to be the people that choose out the cool people. Like, you can't tell me, like, I have to express to this individual. You cannot tell me I add value. You cannot tell me you care. You cannot tell me you view me as a special person. But then I'm telling you this is where I'm hurting, and you're pretty much telling me to suck it up. Mm-hmm. Or are you telling me there's nothing that you can say? You know what I mean? But, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, so if that's the case, then I'll just move around, and there's no hard feelings. Like you said, like, we're just different. We're on a different path. I'm not no person. I'm not no... I don't know self-proclaimed uh, Gandhi or no shit, but I'm walking love, and I know I mm-hmm. am. I know, listen, it's a flex to be a good person and to know that I'm not, listen, when I wake up, I mind my business. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows I mind my business. Hell, everybody got to come search me out. Oh, so Brianna, this what we on? Yep. (laughs) That's how you found out. You got to come to me, okay? I wake up, I see people have a need, I try to do what I can. That's just some real shit. Can't nobody say it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Nobody can say that. So it's like... It's a it's a flex to be able to say, no, I'm a good person. And I know I'm a good person. And not to say, like, I know you said you don't view people as good and bad. But it's like, I think it always boils down to people's intentions. Mm-hmm. And when you know that you intentionally move in love and grace and stuff like that, like. It's just certain be, conversations you're going to have. It's certain things you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And when, when I realize that people don't have the emotional capacity to do that, I just got to step off. Yep. You are a good friend. I'm going to say you. this. Out of my tw- 20, I am 30 years old. It's going to be 31. Um, In a few weeks, it's my beach birthday, Scorpio season. And, yes, oh, I'm sorry. yes, nah. But I will say, I must admit, out of my adult years, you are one of, you're definitely one of the better friends Thank that I have you. come across. And I feel blessed to, you know, have you in my life for real because... It is lost, and I feel like you be getting me on the ethical and moral side. Like, it just be like, I'll be trying to tell folks, like, okay, morally speaking, that's just not right. You know what I'm saying? To treat your friends or people that you love a certain way or things of that nature. But you have taught me a lot about self love. You've taught me a lot about self love, and I appreciate that because I've learned to just be around myself. And so, like, even though I like the chaos because, you know, it fills up my time, I've learned to redirect my time into more purposeful use. You know what I'm saying? And so now, you know, I've got my eyes on other things to do and, you know, versus just sitting at home waiting for, you know, some attention to come your way. You know what I'm saying? But, and I appreciate you for that. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, girl. You've taught me a lot. You have. You have. And I appreciate you. Thank you, boo. You know, I just, you know, be trying to be out here doing the good Lord's work. Nah, people be, (laughs) you so funny. But nah, people be out here tripping. And so to the people out there who are seeing red flags and certain things, identify it. And cut it off. Like, we're at the age now, y'all. We can't play with this no more. Like, if we seeing things aren't serving us like it should, it's kind of just time to move around. And honestly, if you choose not to move around, because mm-hmm. there are uh, there are some of us who, like you said, enjoy the chaos. Do not complain about yep. it. Yep. 
Yep. Oh, do not ask anybody to give you support about it. If you're gonna stay in the bullshit because you enjoy the bullshit, you gotta enjoy the lows of the bullshit along with the highs of the bullshit. You can't end the lows of the bullshit want somebody to support you so you can get replenished to go to the highs of the bullshit. That's not nobody else's business. That's when people start getting in your business. That's when people start telling you what to do. Yeah. When yeah. you start making people responsible for the bullshit, that's why after a while I didn't. You see, I didn't come to you about some of my situations, girl. First and I know of all, that you want me to, but I just for me it's just like if I'm gonna stay in the bullshit, I'm gonna deal with the bullshit like until I'm no longer. Just like there are certain interactions that I never told you about till months later. Be like, so yeah, so actually, <laughs> that person's actually still around. <laughs> She'd be like, bitch, I thought. <laughs> I thought, be like, yeah, I thought too, and I had to backtrack, and you know, that's why I ain't say nothing about it, you know, until it's done, done. You know what I'm saying? That, but that's how you're supposed to do your foolishness, though. Yeah. If you're gonna do stupidity, you' supposed to do it in silence. See it through. See it on th- your shit and joke about it six months later and laugh about <laughs> it. And <laughs> honestly, the only way you can laugh about your shit is if if can't nobody use it to big you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, can't nobody talk. What you want to tell me? I tell people all the time, the day that I decide to, to pop up with this ring on my finger, there is absolutely nothing, probably to his own dismay, he didn't need to know all the shit that I told him that anybody can tell my man about me. He knows! And that's how I do the thing that you like. The end. Like, nobody is going to be able to tell my story. Mm-hmm. I've looked at every bit of bullshit that I've had, I've owned it, and I have acknowledged it, and now I can laugh about that shit. Yeah. And I can help you laugh about your shit, but you got to own it. Yeah. No, facts. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. But thank you, girl. Thank you for coming and having another great episode with me. You're welcome, girl. Until next time, because, you know, you have to come back. Yeah. But thank you again for coming. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode seven of Temple Tantrums. Um, oh my goodness, I did not shut out the pod, the studio in the beginning, and you said nothing, Kurt. No, no, no. You can say nothing. You can. Oh, okay. But no, that that's fine. But but but, yo, your mic was on during the opener. <laughs> what the hell? And you let me just. Y'all, shot at the Dugout Productions located on 4818 West Wolfram. That's like the one rule in my contract is to shout out the po- the, the studio. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes. But thank y'all again for tuning in. Once again, shout out the Dugout Productions located on 4818 West Wolfram. You are hearing this podcast on the Sound Tower Network. You know what I'm saying? Once again, um, condolences to the Hutchins family, and we're going to send love to Alec Baldwin, um, to the major money corporations who seem to not understand why people don't want to go back to work. You know what the fuck you need to do. Give us some motherfucking money. What's not clicking, Steven? Okay? Uh, Lil Boosie <laughs> and Lil Nas X, we're tired of y'all. We are farmers. Bump, 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 bump. Okay? Like, like <laughs> we've had enough. We've had enough. 2022? I want no more of you. Okay. All right. Love you. And second and lastly, you see the red flags in life. Let's stop chasing the chaos. Love yourself. You know what I'm saying? There's more to do with your time and energy and resources um, than chasing after something that you know is not going to be beneficial for you. You know what I'm saying? We are in our 30s now, a lot of the people in my generation. So I don't know if y'all have noticed, but you know, our bodies isn't the same. You know, time isn't the same. Money isn't the same. You know, we got to utilize it with the people that matter, the people that love us. You know what I'm saying? Choose us. 
regardless of whoever this temporary person is or this red flag is, what they bring to it, it's temporary. Okay? You are forever. You got to deal with you forever. Okay? But that other shit, you got to let it go. All right? So that's Brianna's Gems. That's the BGs that I'm going to drop with y'all today. Um, until next time, actually, we're not going to be back next week. You know, next week is Halloween. Um, so we're going to be out. <laughs> <laughs>